welcome. Well, it's been about a week since I posted my last podcast, um, and I'm really excited about this week's podcast. I'm really excited to uh, put out another podcast for you guys. Let's see how many times I can say the word podcast in one sentence. Um, I'm really excited. That's all I'm trying to say. It's really cool to see how people have responded to this, and I'm just excited for you guys to continue engaging with me. Um, today's topic is actually kind of fun. I um, think about this topic relatively frequently, um, probably more than anyone should. Nah, not more than anyone should, just more than most people do, I would think. Um, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. If you think that more people think about this than I assume, then, you know, please tell me in the comments uh, that I'm wrong whenever you are able to. Or send me an email if you want to email me about it. Anyway, I wanted to talk about words. I think about this frequently, about how words have evolved, how words continue to change. Um, and why it's important to continue to have very set definitions of words uh, within society and within your life and amongst other people. Um, you know, language, it's a thing that it is a flowing, fluid thing. However, that's with a caveat. It is something that will flow and it will move with the times but it always should have and I'm going to use a should here I know a lot of people don't tell you to should on people but I'm going to use a should here language should have set definitions when I say the word I I am not referring to the person over there the person behind me or in front of me I'm referring to me. When I use that in a context referring to something else, I will use a different word in order to uh, refer to that thing. So that's just one example. Uh, but I have another example, and, and I want to dive into this example a little bit more because it'll show the fluidity of the language, uh, but it will also show how important it is to have those set definitions. Uh, so the word that I'm thinking of is probably one of my favorite words. It probably has a huge place in my regular weekly vocabulary. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. And you guys want to have this after we talk about it. And you guys find your nearest taqueria to go and get some tacos. Yes, I'm going to talk about the word tacos. So when I say the word tacos, what do you think of? Do you think of a hard corn tortilla shell? Do you think of a soft corn tortilla shell? Do you think of your favorite taco restaurant immediately? Do you think of your favorite taco meat? Like for me, I think of chicken immediately when I think tacos. Uh, have you ever had an El, El Pastor taco? I love El Pastor tacos. They are so good. Um, you know, and uh, as a side note, I watched a show 
Uh, it's called Taco Chronicles. It's on Netflix. You can go check it out if you want. It is a show totally in Spanish, but they're talking about tacos all throughout Mexico. So they're bringing you on a journey uh, throughout Mexico to check out all the different types of tacos that there are. And a lot of you probably are, are listening to this and like, I didn't even know there were a ton of types of tacos. I thought there were only two. And uh, I thought you get them at Taco Bell, um, which is okay. Uh, but there is more. Anyway, back to the topic, words. The word taco. When you think of the word taco, you probably think of a lot of different things. Or you think of that one thing. However, there is a set definition that across the board, and actually this is a great, great word to, to use because it, it goes into Spanish language too. So when you think of taco, it has a pretty set definition um, based on its context. Um, and also non-contextually, taco for the most part means a food that is a taco. When you think of it, you think of a shell with some meat inside, usually fixed up with veggies, um, but that's the basis of it. It's a shell, whether it's soft or hard, and it usually is eaten folded uh, in an arc shape. Uh, so that that's what you think of when you think taco. Um, that particular thing, when you're thinking of of other words, when I say chicken, you don't immediately think taco. And when I say cheese, you don't immediately think rooster. There's a reason for that. There's a reason that we, we think that. Uh, we immediately think of words because of the fact that there have been set definitions that have been passed along. That's where our fluidity of language comes in. You think of taco, you can think of so many different things. And that is that is so real. There is so many different tacos. It's a nuanced word, like basically every single word on the planet is nuanced. However, there is a basis. And so I, I think that a lot of things going on today uh, and a lot of words, when we have our normal conversations, and I see this in conversations with friends, I see this in conversations in my professional life, um, you have to be tactful if you want your understanding of what you're trying to say to be portrayed and brought across to whoever is the listener. I, I know a lot of people say this. Um, it's not what you mean. It's how it's received or how it's understood. And while I agree in one sense I disagree in another sense you are trying to get a particular message across when you use your words you are trying to give people some information that is necessary or you know just it, it whatever the case it, you're trying to get information across to someone in a particular way to be understood in a particular way but if we continue to use words and then shift them and then shift them and then shift them, now we have new definitions that are being assigned to words that once had a different definition. And that's okay. 
There's nothing inherently wrong with that. But there needs to be an understanding across all parties that are listening and hearing an understanding of what that word now means. And that's a really hard part today. You know, a lot of the the fluidity in our words, um, I push back to um, really relativist thinking um, being brought into our linguistics, um, you know, and into popular culture. If nothing has any meaning, if there really isn't any meaning, then even words themselves don't have set meaning. And you can define what one word means while someone else can define what that same word means in an absolutely contradictory way. And you both can be right, um, which I reject that premise. Um, and I think that you both could be right if there was a set understanding that this word now means this and this word now means this. Uh, but if that understanding is not made across the two, then you're never going to have good communication. Um, and so this can, this can be harmful in a lot of ways for a lot of relationships. I know people who get hurt over things that are said uh, because they understand a word in a new way and that word wasn't meant to be understood in that way, you know? Um, and so taco, again, I would be hurt if you meant chicken sandwich by taco. I wouldn't be hurt too much because I'd probably eat the chicken sandwich anyways. But if you said, I'm bringing tacos to your house and you brought home chicken sandwiches, I would be quite disappointed. And then I would be happy after that because you brought me chicken sandwiches. But I would call them chicken sandwiches and tell you those are chicken sandwiches. You know, so I think words are very, very important. And I hope that you can agree with that. Uh, if you disagree with that, that's totally fine. Let's talk. Uh, and yeah, send me, send me emails, send me uh, your thoughts on this. Um, but again, the words that you use need to have a meaning that is understood across the two parties. That's why language, as a, so English and Spanish, is a great example. If I speak to you in Spanish and use these Spanish words that have set definitions and set meanings, but you don't understand those words, then you don't know the set definitions and the set meanings of those words and what the words represent in reality. And then you won't be able to talk with me. You know, have you ever tried talking to someone who doesn't speak your language? Have you ever uh, been talked to by someone who doesn't speak your language? Uh, you can't really communicate with them with your words very well. You can communicate by other means, which is also part of communication. Um, but you can't communicate with your words very well. So, again, taco. I think taco is such a great word to use because of how nuanced it is. You know, I didn't think about taco very much before this. Um, it was just kind of the first word that came to mind. Just that should tell you a lot about me. But yeah, tacos are very nuanced. There are lots of different types of tacos. But every time I say the word taco, you probably think of your favorite kind of taco. And if you showed it to me, I'd probably say, that's a taco. But if you showed me a chicken sandwich and said, this is a taco, I'd probably look at you, take the sandwich, say, this is a chicken sandwich, and then take a bite of it. And then say, it's okay, 
I'll get you a taco. I like words. I think about words pretty often. Um, and uh, I hope you can think about words a little bit more through this. Um, and yeah, thank you for tuning in to my second episode of Musings of an Extrovert. Please subscribe and uh, tune in for the next episode next week. Uh, and I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thanks.